Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberPro Podcast, where hackers never sleep. It's five questions in nine minutes, and we're super excited. We have somebody who is currently from Down Under, but not originally. So let's start. Question number one, Gurgana, who are you and what do you do? Oh my God, who am I? Well, how can I answer that question? First of all, hello, everybody. It's such a great pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for hosting me, Rick. Um, so who am I? I am Gergana Windsor, um, native Kiryakova from Bulgaria. And I'm actually very proud because we just won a few gold medals at the Olympics in Tokyo. And one of those gold, actually a few of those gold medals were women in like wrestling and shooting and like all that kind of sports. So I feel like Bulgarian women are on the rise at the moment. So yeah, I have been in the cyber industry for just under 10 years and in IT for over 12. And who am I? I am currently working as the industry director for cybersecurity at Unisys in Australia. And I manage the whole Asia pack. So that's a lot of responsibility. But it's a very exciting thing because obviously I love cyber. I'm passionate about cyber. And um, yeah, originally Bulgarian, currently Australian, and very, very happy to be. Did that answer your question? <laughs> that is perfect. That is wonderful. Question number two, what's the best thing about being a cyber expert? Being a cyber expert. So first of all, I can't really claim to be a cyber expert because honestly, I'm not. Like there's a lot more um, people out there that are smarter and more experts than me. What I would say is that I am a cyber professional. And what is the best thing to be a cyber professional is that number one, it is a huge growing market and industry. And number two, you get to be the good guys. You get to be really someone who can make a difference, who can spot the risks, who can see what the future is holding and try to steer the, the companies and, and your clients into a direction where they can build resilience. Because today in cyber, we talk about, uh, you know, back in the days, we used to talk about cyber defense, but cyber defense really is the building of resilience so that if you get hit, you know how quickly you can bounce back, right? So. I guess that's one of the best things. You get to be the good guys. And obviously it's an interesting industry which is constantly evolving. So it's not really a boring industry because technology has been providing so many um, different things around you know, gaps in IT or vulnerabilities and new vulnerabilities come out every day. So if you are a cyber professional, you need to stay on top of the game. You need to learn constantly and evolve constantly. And most importantly, I guess, it's um, when you learn and you evolve so much, there's always something new that comes out. And so you're never really bored. I don't know if I'm like, the point is coming across. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. And you'd be surprised knowing that you're not an expert probably makes you an expert in something. So that's, that's a very, uh, very good way to put it. <laughs> but, you know, I believe in T-shirt professionals, like somebody who is really really good in one area but then understands about a lot of different areas and can bring value to those different areas and i think cyber is a perfect place to be right now because we need more t-shirt professionals we need a lot of technical resources who are deep experts and we also need people who can bring other disciplines to cyber to educate the community to educate the executives who are making decisions about cyber so to speak well put Question number three, cybersecurity is a top concern, but what does that mean to you? 
Well, it, it is a top concern and it isn't because there are so many other concerns right now running through planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we have seen over the last year and a half the craziness that has been, you know, created from one small virus. And the same thing, I guess, is valid for cyber. Like one small thing gone wrong can really create a lot of problems. Um, and so when we say top concern, we mean what is our strategy? Like what, what can we do? to be able to build that resilience I was talking about before? How can we predict what's next to come? How, how can we ensure that our organization is secure and compliant? And it's actually projecting into the future being competitive. So what does that mean to me is that I get to play in a field where I can stand for something, right? I can stand for something. I can be there for organizations to be able to increase their resilience, to be able to understand their risks, to be able to think about how the future is going to look like, right? And if I put it at a personal level, like before this recording, we were talking about deep fakes. Well, cyber plays plays huge role in like being able to figure out what is real, what's not real. And then based on that, we look at what the consequences are, right? So at the personal level, it's very important that I as an individual, but also the people around me in society, in the world, understand that there are implications of them using systems or touching system in a certain way or clicking on certain things. And those implications can go much beyond their own personal data being stolen. Like we have seen a number of incidents over the last few years where, you know, a, for example, a supplier was involved or someone clicking on something was involved. And then all of a sudden there was this huge issue that the organization needed to work on and, and pay money for. But also at the personal level, people who lost their identities, people who there was fraudulent transactions, et cetera, et cetera. So huge, massive consequences. And I remember the worst case scenario, if you think about like, 1984, George Orwell, like what can happen? What are the worst case scenarios, right? You can imagine a world where criminals can potentially take over critical infrastructure and then be able to command or, you know, put people on their knees. And imagine one, one morning, everyone as an example in Australia or New Zealand wakes, wakes up and they have no superannuation because all their superannuation funds have been wiped out by cyber criminals. Of course, these are like scenarios, like sci-fi scenarios I'm giving you for maybe good Hollywood movies, but <laughs> these are things that can that can happen in our world, right? And there has been things that's like that have been happening, like for example, Estonia. If you look at Estonia a few years ago, the whole country got hacked by the Ukrainian hackers. It's not news, right? And so what they needed to do at, at, the, at the holistic level, at the country level, was to come up with systems and um, to come up with ideas on how they're going to secure their critical infrastructure. And they started by bringing that down to the data. And so the data of an individual like you and me is extremely important, right? There has to be privacy around it. There has to be policies around it. There has to be cybersecurity controls put around it when an organization handles that data. Independently of the organization, by the way, is commercial, financial services industry, or even government for that better. So what Estonia did at the time, which really resonated with me, they said, okay, your data is your data. We only handling it to be able to provide your services. We don't own it. And so that shifted the perception of what 
privacy and personal identifiable information started to mean in the world, right? So that's what cyber means to me. It means that I get to play in a world where we can give individuals the power back to own their data. And we can give the individuals the assurance that data is being looked after. They matter, if that makes sense. It was a long answer, but yeah. It's a great answer though, and I appreciate that. Question number four, what piece of insight do you want to share with other cyber professionals? What piece of insight do I want to share? Um, what I want to share with them is instead of an insight, can I share something else? Of course, please. <laughs> Thank you. So what I would like to share with cyber professionals is stay open and think about your place in the world. You guys are important. We need you. The world needs, needs you. And so know that you are important and speak from that place of knowing that you are important and you play a huge role for people out there to feel secure. Like you are in a way on a mission. And so what I wanna say is that I really admire you and I love you and I love the industry and I want you to do your best. I'm sure everyone now I'm sure everyone will will appreciate that and thank you for reaching out to those those other cyber professionals. I know it's a it's a daunting task that we sometimes have. So it is. We always have to get it right and you know the bad guys have to get it like have to get it right once. We always have to get it right. So it's a huge stake for us. That's what I'm saying. You guys rock. Question number 5, the fun question. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? I was thinking about it yesterday while making my coffee because I was like, oh, Ricky's going to ask me that question. Um, so what really makes me smile is I was thinking about it and I, I have two actually. One is the Walkman, the other one is the iPod. They both provide music, right? But if you look at them, they're just so different. And um, the Walkman, I remember being in Bulgaria, like teenager in Bulgaria, where the communism has just lifted up and we finally have pieces of technology available for us to buy that was never possible before. And so I see this Walkman for first time, which my dad bought me, and it was a Sony, and I was like, my God, this was so, it was so precious, right? Like the whole thing was just so precious. The buttons and like the, the metallic colors on top of the Walkman, I just remember with huge nostalgic feeling that that was actually a precious piece of, of technology and it gave me the ability to listen to music and to be able to dance and if you decided to run with it it was just go like <laughs> <laughs> so you could really run where a few years down the track with the, with the ipod you could run you could do a number of things so yeah those are my two favorite pieces of technology i still miss the ipod somehow i, I thought it was a really cool it was a really good, cool thing, but then of course it got, it got, you know, exchanged for a nice smartphone. So, thank you so much, Gargana, for being on the CyberPro podcast. No, thank you, Rick, for having me, and yeah, thanks for bringing that type of relatedness for people to connect with each other.